Why do people cheat? What is the causes of divorce? Should couples have joint finances? Who's more vain, men or women? Is bad sex a deal breaker? Polygamy versus monogamy. The ins and the outs. The ups and the downs of love, lust, and relationships. This is a candid conversation that you definitely want to be a part of. I am your host and this is Just My Two Cent. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram to share yours. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Just My Two Cents. I am your host, Carell, here with my co-host, Kyle, and Kareem. And today we are talking about um, relationships, boundaries in relationships, and invasion of privacy. Let's hear what the people have to say about the question of the day. This is the QOTD of IG, where we ask the people of Instagram to share your two cents. Make sure you are following us on social media. Go on Instagram to Just My Two Cents Podcast and vote on the poll of the week, which is should you have privacy in your relationship? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you think? Establishing boundaries is definitely important because everybody's boundaries and the limits they will go is different. You don't want to overstep those boundaries. You can definitely get yourself hurt. Get your feelings hurt. What y'all think? <laughs> I, yeah, I I was just thinking about the question, to be honest, because my immediate reaction is absolutely yes 100 percent. but i've heard arguments from people who've been in really long relationships that if you're still quote unquote private about certain things that means you're being secretive and i just i don't know like i'm i don't believe that but i'm also just curious as to how this conversation is going to unfold because this is a big <laughs> this is a big deal for me yeah, I kind of just thought that too, because before you would think like I guess I guess the dynamics of relationships changed over the years. Because before, if someone wouldn't let you see their phone or anything like that, you would assume that they're being sneaky or something like that. And we kind of talked about that on the episode last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that you're entitled to some of your, you know, to your own privacy or whatever. Um, now, if you are in a relationship where you do share codes or phones and nothing like that, there's nothing wrong with that. But just because a person doesn't share either doesn't mean that they're being sneaky. I just think that things just changed over the years to where I guess you just want your privacy sometimes. And it don't even have to be just with a phone. Just sometimes you just want to have something of your own. And it's, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? You don't have to. I don't know. Like I, I, I just think that everybody is deserving of their own privacy. Right. So I will say it is probably a thin line between being private, private, and 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 sneaky or secretive. Um, but just like a lot of the other things we talk about, I think you need to have a conversation up front, and maybe you can. I don't know if it's necessary to write it down what your boundaries in a relationship are, but you do have to make it clear. I ain't going for this. Right. 
or well, like we talked about before like we said when you asked me on, on that episode would i give my my passcode up or will we be comfortable sharing on locations or things like that absolutely yeah but it's like that's just not something that comes up between us so it's like if it's not asked or it comes up then i feel like i guess that's just our you know our thing like and then sometimes with men you know sometimes you just pass and i'm pretty sure females probably do it too you got a text thread where you might you know you might pass a, a picture or something like that not nothing crazy nothing but you don't pass pictures Listen, not nothing like that all crazy, but sometimes you might, a friend might pass me something in my DM, like an Instagram model or something that he might be looking at or something. It's just one of them things. You know what but I mean? But you sometimes still got to open it up. You ain't going to yeah, see well, it. Well, if you, you can't just... see the message if you don't open it up. Instagram don't show you a preview of the message. You gotta open it up and see what the DM is. Unless no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about always talk. No, and and you can so see it because it'll be in your you notification when you first get it. Well, I don't. But, I don't, don't save my notifications on for me. I don't turn my notifications on because that's how I stay off the grid sometimes with social media. I don't like to always get the notifications and then I jump on. So I turn all my notifications off, so I'm not always jumping on. You always say you're only on social media, but I, I think you be on there. You just don't listen. want people to know you be on there all the time. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's how I that's how I give myself that peace from not indulging in that social media world. Like I don't turn my notifications on and I just don't do it. I started that I think sometime last year when I took a few days off. I just don't like to indulge in it because it's like every notification you get you jumping on somebody either going live or somebody posted a story and you constantly jumping on so i don't i don't even turn them on so i don't even get into it well i i don't have my notifications on for social media (laughs) we different people i don't have notifications on for that i don't have it on for email or anything but that's only because I don't like clutter. So to see so many emails or notifications on my home screen, like that makes it's it's like a mess. I don't like to see everything on the screen at one time. So I'd rather not see anything at all until I open it and then it can let me know I got two notifications. Right now I got seventy thousand unread emails. I could never. <laughs> I could absolutely never. And that is a nightmare for someone like me. <laughs> I really just need to hit the delete all button on some of this stuff, but I don't. Yeah. They just keep piling up. Because you can you can bulk them together by month, by year, by week. Yeah, you got to do something about that because that's ridiculous. <laughs> in, in my opinion. But anyway. So yeah, I do think that Having a conversation about boundaries is important. Outlining what's more important than others, kind of like that red, yellow, green game we had played at one of the uh, couples retreats. Uh-huh. I, I can tolerate this, but I can't tolerate that. You know what I mean? Okay, so explain how this game works to somebody who's single who doesn't come to the couples retreat game. Mm. <laughs> so we had. Brittany, who is a licensed sex therapist, come and 
the the game was more triggered around sex, obviously, but fun. Yeah, it's just a red, yellow, green, green game. You write down things that you absolutely enjoy during sex. Some things that you might be on the fence about, and then some things that is an absolute no, no. I'm not willing to go there. Don't try me. You might get chin checked. Let's, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Let's know our limits. And I, I remember think, that one. I think boundaries in a relationship um, are are pretty much the same way. I will not tolerate not being with you for at least 17 hours out of the day. I'll play this game with this topic. Maybe we should do that for another one, but I would like that game. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's a fun way to get your feelings across and to make sure they are heard. So it, what is an absolute no when it comes to your privacy with a spouse? Well, for you guys, for your spouse. I don't think I have an absolute no as far as privacy like i think like i said if you ask that's just something that we haven't really even got into i think if you was to ask then i guess the conversation would be open but honestly outside of anything it's like if you got if you got the password to my phone then basically you got the keys to anything that's private because i mean outside of the phone it's like what else do you have that's really private you know what i mean like i don't know i have any either i mean we share well, not necessarily share, but we do know each other's passwords, like on our phone. We do not share like email passwords, but if he needed it for whatever reason, or if I needed him to access my email because I couldn't get to it, like I don't think that would be a problem. I know in the beginning of our relationship, well, not day one, but in the beginning or towards the beginning, he would not show me his banking information. (laughs) If he was on his phone looking up his balance and he seen me even looking in that direction, not even at the phone, he was putting it down, tucking it, he was putting it away, like. Wow. I mean. But I I think that has to do with his upbringing. Okay. Um, I don't know if, I wouldn't say that they were, I mean, it could, it could go anyway, but they was they was the family on the block who it was a nice day. They still had their door shut. What you want to look at my house for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like something as minor as that. Not that he didn't want me to know or I couldn't know. Well, I don't, I don't know what his thought process was. Maybe I should call him in here and ask him. But no, that's, I mean, some people are just like that. Like it's, it's, when you think of something private, some people would be like, oh, that's just something so silly to be private about. But people are private about some of the most littlest things that may upset somebody else, but right. it's your relationship and you're comfortable with it. You know what I mean? So it doesn't upset you. At the end of the day, for sure, you know that man ain't about to have you out here looking crazy. I mean, and whatever even- he got, you know what I mean? So I think, it's like I said, it's just little things that some people are just private about, depending on, like you said, upbringing or just their personal preference of what they might want to share. Even uh-huh. something like, like I remember we went out to eat one time and it did not sit well with me. And I was in the bathroom <laughs> ball up and I'm like, 
well, you was there with me, so come, like, come here, try to comfort me. And he was like, I don't really need to be in the bathroom with you while you all balled up like this. Go ahead. I'll be out here when you're done. But, like, some people don't like that. If I'm in the shower, no, you can't come in the bathroom. <laughs> See? That's what I mean. I mean, there, not me, there, but some people. I was going to say, but is there like a boundary where you're just like, you know, this is no longer something I need to be private about with you? Or is it just something that doesn't go away? It doesn't matter if they're your spouse or a child or whatever. Like, you're just going to always be private about that because that's just how you are. I, I just, I, I'm really interested to hear this because I know for me as a single person, I'm private about certain things because I don't know you. Like, you know what I mean? You don't, I don't know you that well. Um, and I know me and Carol had a conversation like last season about like me being an open book, but I'm only an open book in certain areas, right? Like, right. I don't really know you, but I mean, if you're my spouse at this point, <laughs> you don't seen everything that you need to see about me. Like, I don't think I need to be private about anything. I think the privacy when you're in long-term relationships or marriage is not more so a sneaky thing but just a, a, a way of trying to keep a piece of yourself when you dive into the dynamics of like being married and becoming one, you know what I mean? So you still just need, no matter how silly it is, whether somebody don't want you in the bathroom with them while they shower or if they want that peace time. Like I know for, for my wife, she'll be in the bathroom forever. And I'd be like, like, what are you in there washing a well? Like she showers and then she'll lay in the tub and let the water hit her and relax so you know what i mean like that's one of her things she might not want you in the bathroom so i guess that's so, a little different for me because you know that that's what she does so that's not private it's more so she just wants her her alone time right but you know what she's doing in there it's different if it's like she's in the bathroom might not <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know what i mean like it's like you know for 30 minutes or so it's like i never know what she does in there I never, mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? But for you, you just laid it out. You're like, you know, most likely she's like taking a shower. She likes to sit in the tub. She likes to let the water hit her sometimes. She likes to take Get a piece of mine, and that's fine. And that's not privacy. Because I know your kids. I would be locking oh, myself oh, in the bathroom, oh, too. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I guess no, I'm not going to do that. that. Yeah, I guess I don't look at that as privacy. I just look at that as more so, like, you want alone time. Mm -hmm. Right. But again, like, you know, once you talk in these long term relationships and marriages, that can become a form of privacy because you don't no, want nobody in there. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. definition specifically, I just looked it up, is the ability of an individual or group to seclude themselves. Um, and I guess that's not just information, but that's also themselves selectively. So that makes sense. I get that. So then what would you consider an invasion? If you um, always talk about something. That too, or trying to get in somebody's phone, like you said, not having that conversation Are first. Are you about this and phone right now? Does somebody hurt you? No, listen, because that's honestly, that's like the only thing I can think of these days. That's like private. So like, I, I do know, I do know of someone who was sick mm -hmm. and like they didn't want their their family to know. Oh wow. They didn't I mean their their spouse they did tell 
at mm-hmm. some point, but not right away. But as far as like their siblings and children, like they didn't want them to know, don't have anybody come over here. Don't come visit me. Like, I don't want people to see me like this. So, so go ahead, I was just going to say if the spouse, well, you know, you're on your dying bed, people want to see you and they just allow people to come visit and talk to them anyway, like that would be an invasion of privacy. I was just about to say that. You really? know, that's something that would be, I mean, if that, if you want to, if his I mean, request is sides. not to, and you do it anyway. I can see anyway. both sides of it though. I can see both sides of it. So I but guess it is. Go ahead. Well, tell me what the other side is. No, I'm saying I can see that why she would want to tell people because of the situation. But like you said, if that's something his wishes, that's of his request, then yes, that is a, a form of uh, invasion of privacy and telling, you know, everybody what's going on. Because if Gerald said that to me, like I don't want anybody to see me like this, and I said, well. You know, you grew up with Kareem. He got the right to come see you. I'm going to let him come over. Like, I'm satisfying my needs and your needs. I ain't satisfying his. Right. So that's so tricky because I look at it from the standpoint of if you're on your dying bed and you're like, it's my privacy and I don't want anybody to see me like this or I don't want anyone to receive closure because I'm embarrassed about how I am right now. Um, I can understand the request, but I can't understand fulfilling it. And I think because at the end of the day, you will no longer be here. And you have- Don't get yourself taken out the will at the last minute now. No, but (laughs) but my thing is, it's like, you're not gonna be here at this point. And so you're basically denying people who have to live beyond you the right to closure you're denying that and i yeah. and i i don't know if that would sit well with me right now whether, that's why i said i could see both sides of it yeah i don't know if that's going to sit well with me especially if you're telling me the person who has to deal with the aftermath of you leaving this place like you don't have to deal with this when you're gone i do <laughs> and i've seen it the only reason why I say that it's it's definite that's this is a difficult co- uh, topic is because I've had multiple family members do that to each other, and the aftermath is really uh, it's not it's unbearable. Oh. It really is, and it tears a lot of people apart because you no longer have to suffer or deal with that. That's true, but really. It's more so about pride. It's more so about, I just don't want them to see me like this. But you don't know what closure needs to be made before you go. So I, now, I since that's more of a privacy thing or if that's something else. I, I just, I get like the whole HIPAA thing. I get like, you can't share people's like, you know, conditions. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even now, as a matter of fact, let's get into even now, right? Like you get these COVID negative parties, right? So right now, like there's these, there's this uh, trend of COVID negative parties where people get tested for COVID and they have to show their results before they are able to enter into a party or a venue, um, as well as being having their temperatures checked. And some people argue that that's an invasion of privacy. I shouldn't have to tell you my test results. Um, 
you know, that's a violation of my, my medical uh, rights. And you get the other side of the argument was like, well, if you're going to argue that, then we should argue the fact that we shouldn't wear masks because you're basically telling me that, you know, I'm sick or regardless of if I'm sick or not, I have to wear this. And I don't want to. But that's like people who have STDs or specifically like AIDS you can't get rid of and you going around having sex with people that's a crime. You can get charged for that if you are just out here willy-nilly and you're not sharing your status before you have sex with these people. So maybe maybe they can sue. I don't know. I So I agree 100%, right? But is that an invasion of privacy? Like, do I need to disclose that to you? Well, not if you stay home. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be somewhere, you got to follow the rules. <laughs> If that's what the rule is, if Rite Aid say you can't come in here without a mask, then guess what? You won't have to put that mask on or you don't come in. So I get like a mandate, right? I get that part. I'm talking about like these pseudo like, hey, I want to do this pool party or I want to have this party and we're going to call it the COVID negative party. And in order for you to be able to get in here, you have to show me your results. Is that an invasion of privacy or is that just the rules? I think it's to each his own. <laughs> Trying to bail out. No. Um, so okay. So listen. Let's put it like this. Let's, I don't let's, look at that as an invasion of privacy. So let's do this scenario, right? Let's say you're you're dating a person for a very long time, or you're married to this person, and it's just a part of your life or area in your life that you just you just refuse to open up and talk about, right? Mm-hmm. And you, every time they they ask you, you just say, you know, that's a private matter, or that's just something you don't feel comfortable talking about and then they go around you and go to one of your family members to try to figure out what happened right that's something that i think is like an invasion of privacy that can potentially hurt your relationship or your marriage because if the person is not comfortable enough or doesn't even want to bring it out or talk about it and then you go around to maybe his sibling or parent or whoever you know what i mean within the family that knows about something and, and kind of get that information for yourself. I think the snooping part, depending on your intentions, you know what I mean? When people just constantly want to snoop for stuff. And again, like I said, it goes back to, I keep bringing up the phone because I just feel like everything is on your phone, whether it's your social media, your email, everything that you do daily is really in this phone. So that's why I keep going back to that because it's like somebody constantly trying to get your passcode or if you already had that conversation that y'all not doing that you know what i mean or if that was just a boundary you set that, that you're just not doing that and somebody constantly keep trying to snoop and snoop and snoop or you know just anything going through some of your paperwork trying to figure something out snooping through like just anything in those forms of snooping that's i don't i, I just think certain things like that are kind of like an invasion of privacy for me yeah i so I agree with you in the fact that the intrusion of my personal information to ultimately either have something on me or to make you feel better about something or to gather information about a particular person just to make yourself feel better about whatever you're dealing with is absolutely, um, it's gross to me. 
It is absolutely gross. I, I get really intrigued about this, this conversation of privacy, though. Because I don't know if we need to move the goalpost of what privacy really means in this day and age, um, especially in this information age and in this technology age where everything and anything that we're doing is being tracked um, and being documented regardless of, and this is going to freak some people out and some of the conspiracy theorists are going to put their twin foil out. <laughs> but, you know, even when you say, I don't want to share or I don't want to receive or I don't want to, the information is still being stored, right? right? They're just not using it, but it's still being stored. So I think there's also like this conversation that might need to be had about moving that goalpost a bit to understand like what does privacy really mean in this day and age like because the truth whether we want to understand it or not or believe it or not is that nothing is private nothing is private not 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 now no 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 nothing is private anymore you know and to be quite honest we see that more and more every time there's another data leak or another telecommunication call that we get randomly Yo, they're killing you know, me. And anything of that sort, you have no idea what information people have out there. And th the truth of the matter is, there's so much depth and there's so many depths to the internet in itself. Um, it's not just all rainbows and sunshine and like Google and, you know, Reddit, you know, you or subreddit even. Some people think it stops at subreddit. But when you talk about like how much information is out, it's, it's actually pretty scary. And for me, working in like this or moving into the technology field and really understanding what's out there, it is really scary. And it's also really insightful to see what companies do to, be, to ensure that information is private. And private in the means of not being shared. Um, across you know channels without permission or whatever and also not being um tainted by third party initiatives either third fourth fifth party initiatives and it's it's really insightful to see how much goes into that and i think like there should be and i would be curious to hear like you know what what our audience has to say about it but i'm just i just think we we're not really talking in 2020 terms privacy does not exist the way that we were raised on it to exist right and that's what i said but i, I think nowadays i think um healthy relationships cannot exist without some some mutual respect for each other's privacy you know that's why the boundaries and everything are so important within marriages and just you know relationships period because the, the privacy in the marriage or your relationship it's it's fine it's just the secrecy it's different if you're private but you're secret and you know a person act a little different they move a little different when they secret versus being private you know what i mean like you can be a man of, or a woman of integrity and be as honest as possible and still be private you know what i mean in your marriage versus you being sneaky you know what i mean like every time somebody walk in the room you dropping your phone or you, you closing your computer or things like that and then you're like well well damn like what's what, what you doing you know what i mean so that i think is different in those senses so it's like 
okay for even with us like what it which should be private in a marriage or a long-term relationship because i know a lot of things are private and the in the beginning when you're dating someone you know what i mean you kind of build your way up to a lot of you know telling a lot of things about yourself and stuff like that so just speaking from a long-term relationship point or a marriage which what do you guys think should be private i think it's going to differ yeah in each relationship yeah right so i think like again if if i'm sticking to my guns of changing definition of it or moving that goalpost, i would say you actually hit the nail on the head when you said boundaries there's a difference between privacy and boundaries and if you again look at the definition of privacy it is the right to be let alone or freedom from interference right so it's not that i don't know the thing about you is that i'm giving you the boundaries to explore those things without interference from me and that removes i think in terms of what you're saying secrecy right um when we're talking about the difference between secrecy versus allowing boundaries that's what i think of and i think about you know me personally again being able to be free and open about my experiences also warrants the right for you to respect my boundaries in terms of you know allowing me to have you know private moments with those things like if i wanted to have a private moment you know playing my piano or painting or whatever exploring the internet like i should be able to do that in my in the privacy quote unquote of my home right but you know i'm doing it <laughs> like you know what i'm saying or most likely i'm going to post something about it and you knew i did it so it's not a secret but you allowed that boundary of, of privacy does that make sense yeah yeah um i don't i don't necessarily i mean they are they do have different definitions but i don't think they are far apart from each other uh secrecy or boundaries no boundaries and privacy yeah yeah but um an article i seen on the internet on um, healthyway.com says early on in your relationship you should disclose your sexual mental and overall health status including addictions even if it is difficult or awkward for you to relay this information your partner deserves to be fully aware before making a decision to move forward um you can soften the delivery of such information by outlining in ways you have the situation handled. Not only will this help your partner have a more complete picture of where you've come from, it can prove to be a true bonding moment and help you both define the qualities you're looking for and not looking for in a relationship. I agree, but not 100% because you're not gonna come right off the bat, hey, um, I was raped when I was three, and um physically abused right. for yeah. six Not years really. of my life and like that's right. a lot to take in and nobody that's a lot is, for the person going, to take in that's what i'm saying nobody is going <laughs> to say you know what i got you right off the bat that's a lot it's a lot but and i, I have you handle that right off the bat i, I have <laughs> known people who actually you know not talk to someone because like within their first date or two and like within those conversations within those two dates like someone disclosed like a little too much for them like and it was like 
okay, I'm not really comfortable with taking in all of that right now. Like you share too much too soon. And they was like, look, I can't, I can't do it. You know what I mean? It became too much for them. So. I do think at some point, if you have experienced some traumatic experience in your life, like being raped or physically abused, you should share that because that would give your partner some insight as to why you handle certain things the way you handle them. But I don't think it's necessarily something that has to be shared in the in the very beginning, or at least until you know, you know what, I can see myself with this person. I want to make it work. I want her to understand or him to understand who I am. Let me let her in or him in a little bit. So yeah. Where I'm coming from. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I don't know. I don't agree with that article and how they're writing it because it sounds like they want full disclosure up front. Right. And I think that that is impossible. It, it is not only impossible, but you're putting an unrealistic expectation on people to be, quote, unquote, right. understanding about certain things. Like you said, some of that stuff might be very, it might be a lot to digest early on, especially if your experiences are different from the person that's disclosing. But also, I think there's a semblance of um, not taking into account people's safety right um with disclosure like you don't know what people have to deal with and you don't know what the person receiving that information has either dealt with or has to deal with when um when taking in that information and i just think like you know everything needs to happen on its own time to Carell's point like if something comes up in your relationship where you feel that in order for your partner, if you, if you want the relationship to work, in order for your partner to understand how you're reacting or why you're reacting a certain way, if, and then you feel confident in that disclosure or saying like, hey, I wanna open up about this a little bit with you and I may not wanna to get too far into it right away, but I just want you to understand this is where this is coming from, um, then that's different. So let me answer about, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, all in all, everything stems from communication, period. Like everything we say, like you, you got to set those boundaries in the beginning so no one's invading your privacy. It's things that you need to talk about. Like not, you know, like what we said, you don't have to talk about all of the things right now in the beginning. But yes, like little things like your boundary as you feel the, the relationship is progressing. These are things you should tell people in the beginning, like what's your boundaries so people won't invade your privacy. Moving so forward. let me... Let me ask y'all about these specific categories and y'all can just say yes or no without mm -hmm. um, getting, you know, too far into it. So is it okay to, or should you explain excessive and unmanageable debt? Yeah. No. Wait, are we talking from a marriage perspective or like just in the beginning? Listen, however you see fit. We well, not in the beginning, no. Well, I mean, not on day one, but within the first six months. Okay. No. <laughs> within a year. Depends. I feel if y'all in a relationship, yes, because you can't be having nobody come into no, no situation and you can't handle money, and then you're putting a lot on them. But that's, that's all. Go ahead. Go to the next one. That's a past, lot. Past imprisonment. 
I would hope you would share that. Yes. I need to know who around my kids. <laughs> I was like, nah, not that either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have children. So, um, you know, to be, to be quite honest, yes. I'll say yes. Right. Major legal issues. Yes. Yes. Previous marriages. Yes. Not at first, but yes, you have to. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That is a regular. That is a conversation on the on like a first or second date. So yeah, yeah. I'm about to what? Children. Yes. Yeah, I, I hope so. And last but not least, addictions. Yes. yes. See, I only got one now. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a hard no too. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. All right, well, let's get into this listener letter. What you got for us, Kareem? Okay, the title is, Should I Confront the Woman My Boyfriend Cheated on Me With? Okay, here we go. It says, hey, guys, I recently discovered that my boyfriend was cheating on me via social media. One night, he left his phone open while he ran into the kitchen, and when I glanced down at the phone, I seen that he, was, that he has been messaging back and forth with another woman. We got into a heated argument, and when cooling heads prevailed, we sat down and we talked about it. He told me that nothing happened between the two of them. They never met in person, and it was just a conversation on Instagram. I've been wondering if I should message her back off or something along those lines. When I get upset and think about it, I want to confront her, but he chose to cheat on me. Should my anger be taken out on him or her? Ladies? It should be taken out on him because he is the one who did you wrong she didn't necessarily do you wrong because she is not married to you but i do believe she is also at fault just not as much as him maybe it's like a 60 40 kind of thing well okay so let's come at this objectively because i think there's a few things that's missing and we need to apply what we had talked about so first of all you looked at his phone sis and you looked at his phone without his knowledge and and yes you found some information that you probably were expecting to find in the first place because let's be clear if you're looking for it you're looking to find something okay instead of him immediately being a bum about it y'all had a conversation and he explained to you that it's just been conversations on instagram so now what you are telling us that you're looking to do is even go further into invading that man's phone and directly contacting this woman that you have no idea who she is. You don't know how their conversation started. We don't know if, if she even knew that he had a girlfriend. We don't know that part because <laughs> trust me, as a single person, a lot of y'all uh, dudes don't put your, your spouses on your pages, nor do you talk about them. And the only thing that your profile might say is, father of a king or you know father of a queen (laughs) you know loving dad or whatever it's like loving dad and marketing guru whatever like y'all never actually say that you married you never say that you have somebody so this young lady probably thought he was a fine gentleman and started talking to him we're we're not going to say probably it's a 50 50 chance it's a 50 50 chance and so if she so we don't know information. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to put on the fact that you need to go and confront her because she may not even know that you exist. So I don't, I don't think you have to confront her with 
with your click. Like y'all ain't y'all don't have to jump out of a Buick Regal on her block ready to beat her <laughs> up with bats. It don't have to be that kind of confronting. But the um the letter is titled he cheated on me with this girl. Should I confront her? But then she said, Paraphrasing. Letter, yeah, but in the letter, she says that he said nothing physical has ever happened. So her definition of cheating is him talking to another woman, not him physically interacting with another woman. Well, mm-hmm. if she considers that to be cheating and he is aware of that cheating, as a lot of people do, it doesn't have to be physical for some people. Mm-hmm. Then he he's still in the wrong. And and I think you can, I mean, you shouldn't have to go to another woman and say, stay away from my man and blah, 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 because okay. you're an adult. He's an adult. Yep. He know what he's doing and what he's not doing, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like in certain situations like that, you should never confront the other person at all. Unless it was like your friend sleeping with your woman or somebody you personally knew or she that knew of you. Right. You know what I mean? Then you confront the both of them. But outside of that, I don't think you should ever confront the person at all. But I'm not going to say you should never confront anybody, but I ain't leaving no paper trail. I'll see you. <laughs> I, I would just say, if, if, if it's bothering you that much, sis, and I'm going to be really honest about that. Like, if it's bothering you that much, he's the one who initiated that conversation. He should be the one to initiate the breakup. That's it. He needs to let her know, hey, I've been lying to you. I actually have a wife or a girlfriend or whatever, um, and I can't talk to you anymore. Well, what if she do know he got a wife or a girlfriend already? I still don't think you should confront the person, though. Yeah, I just I, like I said, if it's not my friend, like if my friend was actually going behind my, oh yeah, we gonna we gonna you, listen. It ain't gonna be no. So worries. you mean to tell know. me if your wife was cheating on you with somebody who knew you exist? Let's say somebody at her at her job, and I ain't trying to cause no nothing. <laughs> but let's just say she was cheating with somebody at her job, and she got a family picture of y'all on her desk, so she. The person knows she married, but they ain't his concern. His now concern listen, is her yams and her yams only. You you saying you ain't gonna say nothing to him? Listen, you just said it. His concern is her. Like people don't if people don't personally know you, yep. like they don't their concern is not you. They don't care. They don't care. That's why you gotta make it clear. But no, because no, that's on your spouse to make it clear. That is on your spouse to make it clear. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, it it is literally, and I've seen this happen so often that you get blindsided about, you know, what that man or that woman has said to you about their spouse. Whether, you know, you don't know what they have said to this person. So even if they knew that you existed, they might think you exist just off of technicality. You know what I'm saying? Listen. I might know that you exist based and, off of... And then confronting a person might just anger you even more because it, some people might just be, you know, hateful and just start telling you a bunch of lies anyway. So that's just going to make... To ruin your relationship sometimes. Your spouse is responsible for the vows that they made to you. And I honestly believe that if it is something that you've already had a conversation with your spouse about, and this is talking about, you know, what she said, they... Cooler heads prevailed. He explained it to her. Cool. He needs to tell that girl on the Instagram 
hey, I actually lied to you and I have such and such, or hey, you know, it was real foul of me to be doing this with you. I talked to my X, Y, and Z, you know, fiance, wife, girlfriend, whatever. And I've just decided that I'm not going to continue this conversation with you. Be grown. We are at too big of an age for people to be like, I'm going to confront blah, blah, blah. She may not know about you. And if she does, she may only know a piece about you. I think, I think it is absolutely disrespectful for somebody. And I'm not saying that this person does know, but I'm not going to say that they don't. I think it's disrespectful to be dealing with someone who is married and you don't care. Like you still going to mess with that person. Yeah. Well, you deserve to be checked. I I absolutely agree with that. It is disrespectful, but people don't, that's the thing. Like, like I said, if they don't personally like know me and I know them, like that's a completely different animal because I think I'm a you know we, we gonna we gonna have to have it ain't gonna be no words we gotta we gotta get into something. We well, maybe I'm to. still a babe in Christ because I ain't there to just let stuff go. There's just like a lot. That's of still areas. working on me. I'm be honest, <laughs> there, there's a lot of great areas, and I guess the only reason why, because Carell, I honestly used to be where you are in the fact that I because I got cheated on multiple times, and so I had no time for any of that. Like you knew I existed sis and and now we just have to fight at this point, right? But the older I got, the more I started to experience a lot of really weird gray areas and nuances that I was like, oh, you know what? Sis may not have known about me or she may not have known the extent of our relationship because people cheat and in order for them to cheat, they have to tell, some sort of a bent truth or just a straight out lie. And so it is not on sis. Like I'm talking from me as a, as a woman, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, again, from a guy's perspective, he might think the same, but it is not on her. It is on the person that has promised me that they were going to be there for me, that they were going to be loyal to me, that they were going to marry me. It is on them. And so I need to check them. Now, once that happens, and then there's a whole nother thing that happens after that where sis is still involved, now we need to have a conversation. But for an initial situation, bro, handle him, and he needs to handle that. And that's on period. Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> that's on period. That's how I feel about it. Because it's like, this is the first interaction. Now, if sis comes back around, or you start hearing her name again, or whatever, now we got now we have to have a conversation it's gonna be shirley and, and you know what i'm saying me and shirley like you know what i mean like what's up that's my grandma's name you can't think of nothing else <laughs> i'm thinking about that song <laughs> no i what i will say is i feel like if if it was me i would not say anything i'm not sending no emails no text messages now i'm not calling you i'm not doing none of that if I see you and I decide to have a conversation and then that, that could go however that's going to go, but I'm not doing any of that. And plus you're not even sure of what he did. So don't jump the gun, continue to investigate until you get some, <laughs> some so, so solid information. No, Corolla's like, well, hold on. Let me think about it. <laughs> she like, don't say nothing. I got to investigate it okay. all first. Cause no. you ain't sure yet. You need you need some solid information. So just but you know what, bro, you actually said something that I thought is 
it's not only um, going back into our conversation of boundaries and privacy, but it's also like there's this like unsettling feeling when someone is that close of proximity, right? So there's a difference between it's just an Instagram girl that he has never seen before or she's not around versus like your neighbor or somebody you went to church right. with or, you know, somebody who he works with or, you know, someone who lives in the city that's not that far from you. There's something that feels so um, invasive and, you know, completely violent. Like, you know, you feel violated, I think, in a way when you start when you start to recognize or understand that that person is actually way more close proximity to you that i could run into you i could actually run into you and you was talking to my dude <laughs> you never run into bob at the holiday party you know what i mean and i think like there there is an unsettling feeling about that so again having them address it is going to be the most important i think for me first because they have to set the boundary. So it's different if I'm coming in and trying to set the boundary for them because then that might just reinforce whatever he might have lied to her about. Well, so good luck, girl. Yeah, good. I was gonna say that. Good luck. Don't do anything rational, irrational. Definitely have him do it first, in my opinion, and then go from there. And on that note, I am Carell. I am Kyle. I am Kareem, and this is just our two cents. All right. Well, that's it. That's our show for today. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to join a conversation about this week's episode. And subscribe to Just My Two Cents Podcast to catch all new episodes. Wait, you mean to tell me it's over? I got to wait the next week? Oh, man.